For launch, mofos. Mm -hmm. uh, folks, welcome to the Hotbox Show, and as always, we'll be talking. Blank, blank. Nailed it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, this evening, we're going to be talking about uh, the merits of flushing your plants. Uh, we're going to be getting the scoop on the SA Green Rush, and we're going to put weed couriers in the spotlight. So, guys, please roll up and let's get lit F, eh? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> folks, very good to see you this quarter to Friday. Uh, before we take a look at the swag and swag, uh, this week's poll, the Zoll poll, are couriers obligated to ship your weed? Hell no. First show, it's complicated. That's going to be our CBD and N topic, but uh, it's always nice to get the conversation going by just cracking the ice with the poll. Do you think couriers should give a fuck about weed, bro? Should they be allowed to say no, say yes, or should it just be acceptable? Should not be on the list that you get from them that they shouldn't be able to know that says weed. That's all. Yeah, I fully believe that they should be al allowed to uh, transport it for people. Um, I know that it is complicated at the moment. There's some that know that they are, but they're just letting it slide because it's like the majority of their business. Um, but it shouldn't be an issue. It is, but it shouldn't be. Maybe it's not ideal. World. Yeah, maybe it's more than than that. Maybe they don't want to. Because there's other, there's a perception of other things that are implicated. You know what I mean? Maybe somebody knows that parcel is in there. Somebody knows there's a bunch of weed in their career van, and something might happen. You know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. start getting hit like they're getting hit for the cell phones and the laptops way, now. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like the cops. <laughs> the cops love acid and seizures so much they hit the courier van for one parcel. They confiscate others. You know, Early Christmas. Well, I suppose they don't want to be branded as drug smugglers. Yeah, but they don't even know what's in the packages. No, exactly. They don't even know. Sure, they're gonna say. They're, they're gonna say no weed. There's still going to be fucking weed in those packages. Well, yeah. I know Charles going to get deep into it when we get into CBD and N because he writes a Kef blog about it. But uh, some of them, let's be real, are actively making an effort to knock. Because it would appear, I'm not going to name and shame and all that. Mm. But it does seem like there's oaks that are sort of friendly, as long as ask no questions, hear no lies kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. uh, there are oaks who are active, who clearly do not want anything to do with it, which are quite nigh-ish. Mm. They bring the dogs in. They Got them on the, the payroll. Yeah, yeah. They have a dog sitting there all the time sniffing yeah. the parcels. Yeah, they have the dogs. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Charles, is it too early to get your vote on this? Um, I think there's no harm in shipping weed. It's one of the safest ways for weed to get around. Yes. Um, if you pack it uh, in an um, odor-proof uh, parcel, there's no reason why the courier should poke their nose in there. Mm -hmm. It's none of their business. If it's, it's a safe thing to post, there's no harm in it, and I really see, don't see what the issue is. Just shut up and take my money. Shut up exactly. and take my money. It's not like you're posting plutonium. I mean, you can post cigarettes and alcohol, and that's a lot more harmful than cannabis. But now you're going to make it odor. I mean, alcohol has even got the yeah, bonus sorry. of flammable no, flammable. Odor offends some people and you don't want to put something stinky in the mail. Yeah, because you don't want to smell the van before it rocks up at Look, the door. The right gram of indoor will stink out the whole courier truck. So, you know, zip that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Jar your you gas. Can. You, Brew? You think couriers should give a fuck? No. As long as there's no liquids when they say there's no liquids and... Breakage is marked as breakage, or whatever you're shipping falls in those categories of actual containers. Then it shouldn't it shouldn't matter what's inside the container. Then I think we just followed their at least play their game. And if you're gonna sell weed, like Charles saying, put in a tamper-proof bag. That's at least a not sell post. <laughs> and don't yeah, send a kilo. Not, 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 not dealing. <laughs> Posting is not dealing. Let's so get that straight. Let's. This mm. is something we're gonna struggle with from the beginning. Mm. You know, like when. Mr. Courier gets this bag, he's not going to differentiate between someone who got 150 rand a gram for what's in it, someone who's posting it to themselves so mm. they don't have to travel with it, or couriering it to their destination. A lot of people mm. do. And, and someone who's sending it to family and Dhaka private clubs. The fact of the matter is it's moving from A to B. Yeah. Can I go a step further and suggest that a courier should rather say something about it and give us directions on how to post things securely. Yeah, recommend odor-free packaging, you know. Or tell us to fuck off properly. But we're going to get deep into that with Charles' article. Please remember to vote in this week's sole poll. Should couriers essentially ship your weed, whatever your motive may be? Guys, should we take a little bit of a look at what we're dabbing and toking on tonight? Eh? Yes, and we're also going to take this fine opportunity to wish happy birthday to Dale. Happy, happy birthday, Dale. Dale. Thank you very much. I don't know what I've been told. <laughs> we're going to crack a Spurs on, bro. <laughs> something, something. We already ate the cake. <laughs> we ate the cake. We don't have any candles. Yeah, we're stoned as we we'll had dessert. We'll something for you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, we'll light something, bro. Yeah, we already have a few candles left. So what we got there, bro? Something mm. green. Mm. This is called strawberry. Amnesia. Amnesia. It looks like a heart. It does look <laughs> like a heart. It's quite dense too. It's a pretty neat it's for an outdoor plant. It looks like one of my lungs. Outdoor. Oh. Nice one. <laughs> Before or after. Dense. <laughs> nice. Mm. Looks dense. You can't just smoke it any time of the day, though, bro. I don't recommend. I'm sure you can smoke it. Well, you can it smoke it any time of the day. It's not recommended to smoke it at the same time. It just depends on what you're planning on doing yes. for the rest of the day. Yeah. That's so that's some <laughs> outdoor. What is this? Is that that robot? Mm -mm. No. no, this ain't this no robot. Right. No, just. Do we know what it is? There is a little bit of beard there. It's tasty. Frosty. I don't think I'm old enough to have seen a Looks real boy bar. The original. Mm. And some of the yellowest extract I've seen this side of the sweet. Oh. It does look tasty. There it is there. Mm -hmm. 
Was that pressed? No. Hydrocarbons, mofos. This is hydrocarbons less than eight hours ago. It's like the veal of dad. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Okay. And we've got the, uh, some land race in the house. You guys are going to oh. have to help us decide if this is legit or quit. Because this oak claimed it was Robart. And one has to wonder, because Dale's saying he's not old enough to have ever smoked a... Own <coughs> robot. From robot. And what, what, let's, so, when we say robot, what do you expect? What makes it a robot? Exactly that. It had like a red beard. It was it's literally so yeah. many red hairs on this plant. It was ridiculous. It had a... So, do those um, more hairy uh, strains give, give it a certain quality, Dan? Not quality, I think more aesthetic appeal. Aesthetic. Dude, you just pimple pop that seed, Bruce. Not the pimple popper would have been proud. Yeah, some people like hairy ladies. So I yeah, mean, exactly. it's certainly got the pubic. <clears throat> and I always find that plants that have a lot of red hairs have got more of a sativa flavor, so more mm. like a piney, mm. you know, yes, peppery. Yes. Could very well be some robot. Does it smell like a land race? Yes, 100%. Does it look like a land race? It's a dogma. Yeah. So that's the Roy Bart. Lacquer. Give me some seeds, yo. Up close, then. Nice one. Uh, find another one. <laughs> yeah. Maybe viable. Then it's definitely a yeah, land yeah, race. Another one. Another one. <laughs> Where is it? Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, this is so, folks. This is not so. Is it like oddly satisfying? <laughs> A popping <laughs> <laughs> I bet we could have a channel of popping pips. <laughs> and that is the There's a fetish for everything. Dr. Popple Pumper. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much to the Oaks who hooked us up with some dab and some ganja tonight. Um, swag in the house. I see Dan's rocking a scientist Bill and Hyde the science guy shirt. Yes, some ETS. That's Extraction Tech Solutions. That's Colorado. It. Colorado. Well, then I'm glad yeah. I did not Colorado. wear my Extraction Tech oh. Solutions. Because I got the Winnie the Pooh one. Yes, the piglet. So I got Arpitois because local is lacquer. Local is lacquer. I see Charles rocking the filter cream. Africa in all the words saying Dacha, all the words for Dacha. Litsango. And Pop some Dutch buds. So guys, that was the swag and swag. Uh, please remember to vote in this week's Zoll poll. Uh, essentially, should couriers ship your weed? This week's CBDNN. I think we should start off with Shoal's story. Uh, the reason we're having this week's Zoll poll is something came up for you this week in the inbox that you even wrote a blog about on Fields of Green. Yeah, one of the Fields of Green members actually contacted us to tell us about this really awful experience she's had with a courier um, she reached all these dead ends on the phone you know she phoned the, the, the courier they couldn't really explain what was happening she ended up with, with a police case number phoned the police and they told her her parcel was destroyed and that's not what the courier told us already there's confusion there and um, yeah th 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 there was a lot of other items in the parcel and also two, things, yeah. two small bankies but they they also stole her books and everything else, so it's all gone. And uh, she's left with not really knowing what to do, and she doesn't have money to, to take them to court. Uh, and that's generally what they seem to do to people. Instead of coming forward and saying, don't post Dacha, or if you post it, do it like this. They prefer to not say anything and mess people around. And that's just not the way 
as it should be. Because uh, tomorrow when Dachau is legal, we're going to remember which couriers were nice yeah. to us and which ones were not. Mm -hmm. So just all of you couriers out there, we'll remember. Yeah. I'm sorry, I feel very strongly about this. Do you think the cops destroyed the evidence in a series of small fires? Yep. Uh, very much so. Or sold it. Well, and they or certainly helped money. themselves to the rest of the parcel. Yeah, that's Molniton police, eh? Yeah. So it's crazy that they, they took all this stuff. Um, I don't know if you want to name it. You pretty much named it in the thing with your screenshots. Uh, but this is a prominent Korean essay. Uh, they're one of the very formal brands, been around a long time. They're also a global courier. Yeah, they happen to be the example, but it's not about them. It's about the couriers in general. Mm. But these guys are known. I know. If I were... If I were to be sending anything weed related, I would have not picked this courier. Because no. it's, it's no big secret. Don't take the, the big one. Choose that a small These guys courier. are knocks to the max. Yeah. 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 They're in cahoots with the police. And uh, I have meanwhile heard some serious other scandals about this courier as well. Mm, once um, you start digging, like yeah. Really not nice things going down on social media and everywhere. It's kind of public knowledge. But I, I haven't bothered to go and read that. Yeah, but it's pretty heavy because some couriers are also known for being more 420 friendly yes. than others. Again, I'm not going to name you, um, but even I've heard issues with the, the most prominent one. I've heard someone like two weeks ago said that they had shit, big shit with one of them. And I also, I wonder, are guys sending like a kilo, five kilos, just a couple grams? It must be across the board. But it is clearly an issue now that there's a need to use the couriers, potentially more than ever because of the pandemic. And now, mostly they're just like, I mean, fuck I'd be you. too scared to send someone a kilo of weed by a courier. Oh, Shut. Yeah. Well, I, I think nervous know. enough with one little banky and Never. that's already hidden and folded and ensconced yeah. and wrapped in a kilo or something else. This, yeah. These random parcels. Cocaine or something nice and easy that they're not going to look for. Yeah. <laughs> buy, buy seeds, not cocaine. Anything but that. These, um, these parcels that they bust, um, it's the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds that just go through. It's the, the, the odd one that's like quite smelly and badly packaged that they, that they catch out, you know? Yeah. So it's really pointless. They're not making examples of anybody. Uh, it goes nowhere. They're just actually fishing for bribes along with the cops. And again, we have to resort to hiding what we do. Like That's not no. what we want to do at the end of the day. Yeah. So what are your top tips then? Realistically, we know it's a jam with the couriers. Some are kef. Uh, if you're woke, you'll get your shit through. But what are your tips for like sending something by courier? Clearly, you don't write on the on the label white widow. No, no. You know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't post a kilo a kilo to my cousin. You know, I wouldn't. But a, a banky maybe to 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 my aunt. You know, yeah. that's that's a little bit. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you if I package it and you can't smell it. Double wrap it um, and then double wrap it again and wrap then it. vacuum seal it and then double wrap it. Maybe again. hide it. I've heard of people. Just so it can't, they can't smell it. I've heard of people hiding it in bag. coffee yeah. or inside a pillow. You Fusion can bags. pack it like even more tightly, but it shouldn't be necessary. If it's like, if you can't smell it and it's not visible, if it's mm. closed in the package, then why not? Mm. I don't get why they have to open a package that is completely closed and sealed. If none of your business, they Look, have to make a big issue about it. You just don't fucking know what's in it. Yeah, we're sharp. fighting for evidence-based policy. Sharp. There's nothing There's warm. no danger There's nothing in that sound. So why make a fuss about training it? training the dogs to pick yeah. out yeah. cannabis. Nobody's yeah. going to get hurt. Yeah. There's no harm that's prevented. So harm reduction all the way. You can post cigarettes, you can post dachau. I mean, essentially this, you know, if, if they... 
if they're going to do it, then like the, the club model essentially that's where you get stuff delivered is almost flawed. Yes. If you if we don't even have couriers that are not, I don't know. <laughs> but the irony is partial to 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 weed. Then there's many of them that turn a blind eye. You have to start your own courier company all of a sudden. Just to yeah, like the green couriers or whatever, exactly. Make your own one. Now, there's already a few hundred private clubs in South Africa, and how do they get their weed around? Most private club members Korea. don't stay next door so they can collect. Korea. Yeah. It gets couriered. So come on. Club members the government really needs to like take these things off their eyes and just start taxing us, you know. What a waste lift of the, resources. Lift the informal industry and just make it legit. Do you know do you know who should become 420 friendly and get their fucking shit together? The post office. Good old exactly. Post office. Yeah. In but Canada, they steal all your mail anyway. Can you imagine how yeah. much of the dacha? You're going to get CBD when you. By the time it gets to you. In Canada, <laughs> for the first year, you could. I think you could only get your your weed through the mail, and they even saved one of the uh, bankrupt uh, mail companies from a bankruptcy through, yeah. through legalizing cannabis. No, jobs were created, and the, the company was saved. Yeah, but it's interesting times. But also, I can see there. I'm sitting there working at the courier guy or wherever, slounging till taking people's wables in. Some oak fucking walks in. His fucking gas smells like clothes. He's so loud. Uh, he's got that package that when he puts it down in a gently, it fucking queefs weed in my face. <laughs> you know, some yeah, oaks aren't discreet. Nicking it. <laughs> some oaks, I'm sure, aren't discreet because they're so proud of their loud. You think they sometimes open the parcels and just take a little nug and then close it back up and yeah. post it? <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Maybe I'm, they won't notice. Before we get into our next CBD and then I'm going to tell you one brief and crazy story. There's a very prominent character who's quite a troll for years in the community. And this oak once bought a three meter roll of my store of raw. And like a month or two later he contacted me. And it's one of those three meter rolls that comes out like a long thing that you can tear. And a month or two later he contacts me and says, listen, you know, he doesn't feel like that, that roll lasted like it should have. And he was convinced that the courier had opened the bag, opened the box, opened the roll taken a little bit off, put the roll back in the package, put the roll back in the box, tape the box, put it in a fresh bag, oh, no, and delivered it to yeah. The courier might do that, but the police will just steal yeah, it and yeah, sell it or smoke yeah. it. Talk about paranoia. <laughs> so, ultimately, at the end of the day, has anyone's opinions changed here? I, I do feel like it's complicated with the courier. But, you know, ask no questions, tell no lies, be woke, but also, don't just send it with any courier, mm. you know? Because yeah, some of them are bastards and they're in cahoots with the cops. Yeah. And they want to mess you around. They, they don't arrest anybody, hey? They just like warn you. This lady got a case number and the magistrate will probably throw it out, you know? This shouldn't this shit shouldn't go down at all. We should just be able to post our dacha finish and clock. Exactly. It's twenty twenty for God's sake. So I wondered like ultimately the devil's advocate in me feels like the couriers are ultimately between a rock and a hard place. I don't think the law is very accommodating in terms of sending yeah, it to an aunt because you not really give it to an aunt in a sense. It's very complicated, as we know. I know Oaks are getting around it and that, but it does feel like one of those things that maybe they just don't want to deal with the risk. Maybe, they, maybe yeah. they're tired of cops rocking up and giving them shit about a package or doing surprise inspection and sniffing the shit. And but then maybe they could all band together against the cops. Yeah, yeah, but you see, the careers, the career should stand by us, the activists. Exactly. But instead, the they, they the mess us around. The cops are not the ones that are putting money in their pockets and food on their yeah. children's they table. They don't want to come forward. The they don't want to come forward and say you can't post Daha because tomorrow it's legal, and then we don't want to support them. And they don't want to say, 
Yes, you can because they're afraid of getting into trouble, but they should fight for being able to put regulations there. We want regulations. We want a list of instructions on how to do these things. Yeah. Or like Charles kind of getting to here as well, is they're not really, I'm not saying they have to, but they're not taking a side on the issue. They're really sitting on no, the they fence. can have special cannabis postage tax, you know. Imagine how much money the government will make just out of taxing the posting of Dacha. Or, do you know what? I would just respect the ones who don't want our pastors a lot more if they just said that. Because that's the jam as well. Is yeah. No one's saying no weed specifically. Because no, you think it would be a big question. No, they don't want to say that. Because yeah. tomorrow they, they're cutting off their own noses to spite their faces. We are yeah? putting food on their tables. We're putting food on their tables. And righteously so. There's yeah. no harm here. But maybe it should go even further. Because maybe if someone's paying like 200 or 300 grand for some gas and they get that 20, 20 grand bag in that... Maybe it shouldn't be sent in some hot fucking van for two days. So you're saying they should have a green, <laughs> a green division? Yeah. Man. yeah. yeah. Overnight. It comes with like Curador. Yeah. It's, it's got a giant bovina in the back of the van. That's it. Temperature controlled van. Uberdacha. Yeah. if you're listening. Well, that's what will happen if the couriers aren't careful. We'll take half their business away and we'll just privatize it. We'll just put the food in somebody else's bellies. Do you know who's going to do it? I saw it. I see it a lot. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say one name. The Uber drivers. Yeah, yeah. Just Shout out to the Uber drivers Shout who are taking Uber. the risk and getting the 30 buck and making everyone's dream a reality. When my jaw's getting lax and I need them to pick me up, there's an Uber driver not far. Thank Dude, you. Dude, and he can still stop and get snacks for you on the way yeah. too. Uber drivers are dope. You can ah. send them, say, I need this, this, bring it here. I use Bolt. Bolt is cheaper. No, Uber now has an option where you can choose parcel instead of yes. like passenger. That's you just choose so they parcel. know it's going to be a box that's already planned. Yeah. Perfect. Mm. Put it there in his air conditioning. It's a little bit cheaper as well. So I want the air conditioning on Max, <laughs> not a hot car. <laughs> <laughs> and put the seatbelt on the weed, yes, bro. Please. Mustn't shake. I also Keep the music down. <laughs> No, also, just loud enough, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Only reggae. <clears throat> Someone told me recently they use um, a courier service inside a shop. I think it was Pep Stores or Clicks or somebody. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's oh. quite reliable. And yeah, he's uh, never had any trouble with his dacha. Nice. Yeah, some because there are ones we don't hear bad stories about, but this one that is in Charles' article, it's no big secret. There are other suspects out there. Ask around, don't be shy. Ask on the forums, whatever. I'm just not keen to sort of put the ones that do do it out there because they are a bit shy and low-key about it. No, there's others that don't mind and you just take the money and deliver whatever you want. Yeah. Time to done. stand up and say it, man. So, guys, uh, before we get on to the next, week, uh, the next topic, please remember... Somebody call phone to oh I need some C B D maybe it's all the smoke that's on you when you look at the screen, no? So uh, please remember to vote in this week's Zol poll. Are couriers obligated to ship your weed? Hell no, faux show, it's complicated. Uh, the next story this week is about legalization in Namibia. Usually we don't hear much about this. Uh, but it turns out that the Namibian government is having something similar to the South African thing, but they're asking for public comment on potentially changing the laws there. So we've never really heard much news or much good news about Namibia, uh, but they say that the Prime Minister's office is chairing a task force committee to consult on the regulation and controlled use of cannabis in Namibia. The jam, though, is that this thing is only open for 10 days. What? Mm. They're making it hard. So that's so, you get two months. <laughs> so are they genuinely doing it, or are they just 
making a noise. Well, just at least make, making not, the going through the actions to say, well, we tried. Never mind. Yeah, at least they're not stupid and having a yes no vote. Or how efficient is their government? The living government. Not very is from so, what we can gather. I don't know. But at least they're speaking to Angela, hey? They're speaking to Angela oh, really? Prusa, who we had on the, the show, the big activist. Yes, yes. She's yes. in talks with the government, so maybe we should give the Namibian government some uh, no, brownie points more, for this. Uh, eh? I've not heard of anything like this happening in South Africa. All I've heard is cloak and dagger business, you know? But when we lost Select her, stakeholders and all that kind of cock. I don't want to hear the word stakeholder, you know? We're all stakeholders. Every South African is a stakeholder. Yes. In cannabis. So, uh, as Shal mentioned, we've interviewed Angela before. Uh, she actually commented on this in yes. the article. Yes. Uh, she's the founder of the Cannabis and Hemp Association of Namibia. She said, although it's great for the government to finally engage the public on the topic, giving them only 10 days to respond is worrying. Uh, quote, it potentially shows they understand the widespread use and support for cannabis and are trying to limit the amount of public engagement. Uh, sub submissions should reach the ministry before or on 22nd November before 5 p.m. Now we hope they extend it like they did in South Africa. Give them some more time. I mean, that's hardly enough time to post it on social media and get the word out there. Yeah. Yeah. You need to give a month at least. You need about a month. But a month, 60 month is days is far more reasonable. Mm -hmm. Maybe things move quickly in Namibia, but I've never heard that. Yeah. Hey. Possible. Maybe that's not, not the standard. Of how it's a small there. country. Maybe yeah. they can do it in 10 days. Yeah, maybe they've got it sussed already, you know? Because usually when I've noticed people saying, you know, when the government starts opening up the dialogue, they've got it 85% figured already. Yeah. Mm. But then the government have to encourage people to, to, to do that vote, you know, and put effort into getting the word out there. Uh, use their, their big newspapers and websites to put the word out. And grow weed in the desert. Mm. Or next, yeah. next to the government buildings. So it is interesting, a lot of government departments are participating. What was also interesting is one government department that's usually very absent in South Africa is the Department of Justice, mm. whereas there the Department of Justice is participating. Oh, wow. Well, that's mm. Good for them, great example. Yeah. yeah. All they can do here is want to lock us up. Look at that bull. Yeah, they're the ones who should be involved Poof, in the bull. talks so that they can remove themselves from the plant yeah. in its entirety. Yeah, it's interesting, it's always weird because it's always felt to an extent like Namibia and Swaziland are extensions of South Africa. Although different, I'm not saying whatever, but it, it is nice to see that we, we may be potentially be the gateway to further legalization throughout the continent. And we can learn from them. Yeah, maybe we do have to learn from them because I wonder if Namibia, you know, if Namibia beats us to it properly, low-key Amsterdam. Yeah. The Sutu is not setting a good example. Um, uh, some of the no, big no, no. factories there are taking water away from small villages. That's disgusting. You know? Yeah, yeah it's uh, got to be done in fact. And then they lock those people in the villages up for, for smoking dacha, but they, they take their water away as well with their big legal grows. No, you see, that's grows. exactly the way it's not supposed to be done. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Yeah, it's all very complicated today, guys. Um, I think Namibia is going to face its own unique challenges. Uh, we see Lesotho is facing its own challenges, but there's a lot happening there. I'll say that much because I keep hearing Lesotho this, Lesotho that. Mm -hmm. It's interesting times. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, um, the last comments from Prusa were that uh, legalization is a constitutional right in a democracy for those who choose to use the plant. Uh, the Namibian last year reported that government agencies are conflicted over legalizing Dacha in Namibia, with the National Medicine Regulator open to the plant's use 
if the law is changed. The police, however, were at the forefront of those opposed to legalization. The health ministry is somewhat in between. It's their bribe money they wanted. Yeah. While the Namibian's medicine saying, regulatory... Really making money off it now, that's why. Yeah. While the uh, wow. Namibian Medicine's Regulatory Council feels there first must be an investigation to determine potential demand advantages and disadvantages. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to leave you with my one last thought on this, my only abstract thought. Yes, we're saying there should all be these studies and investigations and that to determine the potential. But you know what? I've never seen you Oaks do these studies for why you're arresting us. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like this guilty until proven innocent thing. The other thing is that the studies have been done. We've got the evidence. It's on the table, you know. The science is there. The studies have been done. This more research needs to be done. It's over. Those days are gone. It's 2020. The research has been done. We know cannabis should be legal. You know? And Angela was right when she said uh, the government departments are in conflict. And the reason for that is because they are not educated on cannabis. It's not that difficult to educate yourself on cannabis. There's a whole internet out there. In each of our pockets we've got phones. Just go out and do some reading and then make those laws after you've done the reading. You know. Uh, you don't even have to Google very far, just go to the Fields of Green for all yeah, there's have academies everywhere. You can do a cannabis course there. tomorrow. Hey, yeah. Joe, we can sign up tomorrow and do a course. Yeah. Government has no excuse. Yeah, exactly. Who gets a tender for the courses? Well, that, no, well, you see, that's... <laughs> anyway, that's another thing. Sticky fingers out of our sticky plant. Another chat for another day. Uh, guys, please remember to like, share, subscribe. Hashtag Hotbox Show on the socials and vote in this week's Zoll poll. Our high five guest this evening is Green Rush SA, and they're going to be telling us about education and networking in the emerging local Green Rush. Uh, Joe, you were telling me these are one of our affiliates. These are one of our affiliates at Fields of Green for All. They have been for a while, they've just been sitting there quiet. They're, but they've supported us in everything that we've done since they've joined up, and obviously before even. Um, so they're based out in Mpumalanga yeah. um, and very much are about community upliftment and educating the community on growing better and looking after themselves health-wise, using weed and all of those things. So they're going to tell us all about that. All right. They're not connected to Green Rush, the American organization. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not. I think that they probably named that back in, what, it was a couple of years ago. So they've been around, like around for using, a few years. Yeah, like a you know, the Green Rush, ding, ding, ding. Okay. It was, it was, I think it originally started off as a networking and marketing. Um, Green Rush. So that's kind of evolved. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You tell me. Am I there saying, they what are. am I saying? Am I saying Away Green Rush. Thing? Great clothing, guys. Hello. Can you hear us? Hey guys. Is there is there a delay? They must turn down the audio. They're watching us. Can you turn down your audio? Because there's quite a bit of feedback. Hi guys, can you hear us? Yes, yes we yes. can hear you. <laughs> right. oh Whistling like a minister's wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> minister's Hi, wife. Can you hear us? Yes. Yes, no. we can hear you. Can you hear us? Yes. 
You guys need to view us from the Zoom, not from the show, otherwise you're going to have this delay. Okay, great. Tell us all about yourselves and what you guys have been up to. Congratulations, it made me English. Yeah, I'm also uh, asking <laughs> on the hot air balloon. See, so I'm backing to even hold my eyes open. This was made more than six hours ago. Fresh F. Fresh. Mm. And it's sat okay. in the back of the room for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. All right, cool. Nice. Okay, you can hear us, so tell us about you. All right, so, about us. Okay, so cool. Um, South Africa was an organization that was stemmed out from the inspiration that Dhaka Couple started for us and everyone else in the cannabis industry, basically, that have started this. So we basically looked at the industry and we felt that, you know what, from our side, there's a lot that we can do from a community base and also an educational point of view to try and get the people out there to understand more about, about cannabis because we've noticed how difficult it was for you to actually get that word out there. So what we were planning to do was just try to um, provide the information, getting it from you guys, and just distributing it out here into our communities. And by doing that, we started doing a lot of research, went into the growing, went into the marketing, uh, and Greenwash basically started off with the intention of trying to market the industry. And at that stage, when we started it off, I think we were just a little bit immature because we didn't have all the experience that was needed to actually move the industry forward. Or to understand the industry to such an extent to say that we are not doing it for the money. We're doing it here now to understand that uh, there's people that we need to actually give this plant to. We're actually fighting for the plant. It's not about anything else. So we left the marketing aside and we decided to do what Myrtle told us one day at the Shindler's Lawyers meeting that we had. And she said that the best way that you need to start up into something like this is you first start with your family. You know, get your family involved, let them learn more about cannabis. And to be honest, I was against cannabis and my wife Ash is the one that introduced me to cannabis. And I was against it completely. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so basically, um, from there onwards, I decided, you know what, there's, there's, there's a mistake. Somewhere along the line, the system has corrupted our minds, and my mind was corrupted for almost 30 years, and I decided, nah, 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 nah. My parents taught me wrong. Um, there's a stigma out there. There's a massive stigma out there. People are misinformed. They are ignorant, and we decided from... What we've learned through the years that we actually push forward, the amount of weight that we carry currently is so much that we act like mad people because of the things that we get to learn, the people that we get to meet. Um, it's not an easy ride that we're going to follow. We've got a lot of people out there that will be jealous for us, 
Um, but what we're doing is from the heart. And the reason why we're doing it from the heart is because we see and meet people every single day that have problems. And these problems, there are solutions out there. So there's a team of us out here, and we're trying to work our asses off. In the small little community that there's a lot of religious issues, and you know, we've got, we got people hitting us from all corners this side here. But with the attitude that we have, and I think with the motivation that we give each other, as a team, I think we are really trying to push forward hard in the small town. And the people themselves in this town will speak about what it is that we do. And because of what we've established here for the year, so what we basically opened up last year was a full-on tech store. We're actually currently sitting in our store right now, where we've got all our paraphernalias, this side, your bombs, your dead kids. We've got all your growing items on the other side. And then we've also got a private club, and these are for your members and stuff like that. And that is also something that the Dhaka Private Clubs has helped us a lot with. I know I'm talking too much, and I, I think maybe we should just shift over a little bit. Come on, guys, please help me. Yeah. <laughs> but we cover the main goal, you know, like uh, really pushing for a better future. I'm just going to speak very briefly. I don't know if it's sounding awkward, you know, but we're pushing for a better future here as a community as well, you know. So we're trying to empower everyone around us with as a team. And I feel like support has been working on very nicely, you know. Support's been awesome. This is the community has been on our side, you know. Yeah. What have been some people. highlights for you? <laughs> sorry, sorry, can you repeat? What have been some highlights for you? Oh, an 82-year-old granny hitting a dad in our shop. That was the biggest highlight for us. <laughs> That's beautiful. Amazing. And you know what's the funny part about this? So she comes with the grandson inside the store, and the father doesn't know either of them are using cannabis. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> That's the OGest push. But you know what's the fun part about this old lady? And I think that is something that motivates us so much, is that she came inside here with such a fresh attitude. She came inside here saying that I'm living in an old age home. The other people are being drained away with all these things that they are using. And all I'm using is cannabis and I'm having the time of the life of my life. So, you know, getting people like that coming in, it's a highlight for us. Yes, um, she's enjoying life. An 18-year-old consent from the parents to at least use cannabis. I mean, that is important, right? We have to be honest with ourselves. This stuff is a medicine. There's no way... People leaving with pharmaceutical um, medication because they found that cannabis helps them and it relieves um, most of the conditions, most of the um, emotional, mental conditions that people are faced with. Um, a lot of our, our members have left all the pharmaceutical medication and they moved over completely to holistic healing and um, you know, healing to cannabis. The plant is the future, whether we like it or not, we're just going to continue fighting. And our fight is here, we've already uh, uh, established ourselves and we are even here to try and say that we're not here to, 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 to make money for tomorrow. We're here to try and let this plant lead us into a future where everyone can benefit from it. To be honest with ourselves, we don't even understand half of this plant. We're still, still starting to learn the benefits of, of each cannabinoid. And to us, this is very important. We need to understand more about this plant. We, we, we've also got a college just a few meters away from us as well. And these are kids that come there on a daily basis trying to understand a little bit more about cannabis, trying to figure out if we also can give them that. And obviously, for us, it's not about just giving it to them because we need to understand the reasons why they want to use it in the first place. 
and they are kids learning there. They come here to educate themselves. So it's important for us to first do research to understand that. Let us see if we can actually give them a strain out there that we can to assist them to go into their studies and focus just on their studies alone. They're coming here getting extremely cool because that's what exactly what's happening to you, getting cool and going to the studies and just not even learning anything. So we are really trying to step something. We're looking at trying to uh, create our own events. We've got a, uh, a nice little venue that we uh, are getting ready for ourselves as well. Um, we can host up to 20,000 people. People actually came to us day and they said that we can actually host a two-day Yes, So this is something nice, you know, and trying to push cannabis forward where we can use cannabis and recreational use in the same space, but also allow the plant to actually be the leader in the space and not us trying to create how this plant should actually be used. Because I think this plant has the ability to do a lot of things. Uh, we just have the time to spend it. So with the store, it's mostly all our growers that will come inside here, get more information, we learn from them. We do research with them on various products that we get from the industry itself. Uh, we test our soil, we test our nutrients, give this to our growers so that they can gain education as well. We work in rural developments. We also try to get rural farmers up and running. Uh, we are also busy with our local municipalities here to try and gain uh, a momentum to try and move uh, uh, an industry forward for us locally where we can get the youth to try and get involved with something that we have here in our town called the Steve Trinity Local Youth uh, Organization. And, and this is something that's very important and close to our heart, you know, it's something powerful. If we can give education to our local people out here, we'd be giving them the keys to the opportunity that has no harm. So this is what we are here to do. We believe that every single person out there has a piece of the spine. And we just out there trying to let everyone get into it so that each one can start getting from team uh, That's good to hear. Tell us, what do you think about couriers and shipping weed? Ah, oh, come on, these courier guys. I just can't understand something, right? So, technically speaking, if I have to try and, 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 and use cannabis in the private space, and I'm going to give something to someone that's staying somewhere in Johannesburg, for instance, I can't send it now by myself. Obviously, a courier company they can at least do this privately because if you look at our private building, we are allowed to have cannabis in our private space, right? If I'm not mistaken. So if, if, if you're thinking about the fact that we can actually transport a certain amount, why can't we give someone the opportunity to actually give it over to someone else? So we're not actually selling it or the plant itself. We're just saying that in, 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 in other ways, the Korean companies should actually accept us to send cannabis across because. I mean, we're sending hydrogen peroxide across, we're sending chemicals across. All those things are harmful as well. Cannabis is a medicine, the Korea guys doesn't want to allow us to send a medicine across, but we can send pharmaceutical drugs across that can harm people after years or whatever it is. That's fine to send it across, right? But cannabis can't be Korea. So these Korea guys have to come to the bathroom. At least allow us the opportunity to grant other people the opportunity to gain the medicine, whether it's in cloud form. Whether it's in medical form or in, 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 a, in a capsule or whatever, this is medicine we're talking about. So the career companies can't be biased towards our human rights and our privacy judgment has been made. I don't know if that makes sense. You're giving it as a gift that should not be a problem in the first place. It's owned by you. I mean, we get, uh, are we allowed to send alcohol across? Are we allowed to create alcohol across? Let's actually see this. How many people are going to be careering fireworks now over the Christmas? That's fine. 
That's right. Can you tell me if are any of you guys members of private clubs? So actually, no, we, I have actually moved over to, um, when we came over to you guys to have the meeting, we really learned a lot from you guys. And through that, we decided to start establishing our very own clubs this side. So yes, we own open clubs as well. And we've also added value by giving other people that information to try and move forward. And that's very crucial to understand. Um, when I'm saying sending crucial information over to other people, then it's something that is not just given to you. It's something that's for and it's very important to make that statement because you just can't get any person coming in here wanting to open up something that is very sentimental to this industry. So a private club is something that we learned from the back side, and we're trying to follow exactly what it is that we have uh, pushed forward to us. Uh, we have a few outlets, uh, not outlets, but basically people that have come to us to, uh, to ask for advice that have opened up their own private clubs with our advice because we've had experience in the last few days. We, understood a little bit more about the private clubs. Uh, we dealt a lot with the guys from uh, Amsterdam, from Spain, to learn more about how these private clubs actually work, what are the legal rules with regards to this. And, and, and one of the things that we like to focus on is understanding what is the issues with our community since we have historically. It was never about opening up the private club. This school was to facilitate holistically so that people can actually gain access to proper holistic so now what are we supposed to do? We didn't say we're not allowed to do this. So we screwed, right? And everyone else is as well. So we decided to look into the private clubs to assist these people because they're getting parking trust here. And the parking trust is not right. I mean, dangerous. It's dangerous shit. I mean, we sent stuff into the land and found one of the stuff that we sent through was to a land. There was a ground up inside this park. And this is what our community is getting here, don't we? So we're trying to figure out where is the mistakes coming from. If we're trying to push cannabis forward, is this the way to do it? Um, so we decided, okay, let's establish private clubs so the community can gain access to something that is community built. So we're working with local growers who are working in companies here and are working in different places. Are growing cannabis for us locally to earn something for themselves, rural people that are living on farms are growing for us so that we can distribute this in an honest way. We're just asking the law to correspond with our system. Because your system, the law system, sorry, is good. We're just trying to create something that is a little bit more beneficial for our community because we can see how the community is set. So this is a really long mission for us. It's not like Thomas Bill in a day's mission for us. And through the days that we go through, every day we meet new people, every day we journey through something new. Uh, we need interesting people coming in here with interesting ideas. Um, and, and we've got a lot of things that we're working with as well from a local point of view. We've got a guy here that's busy um, producing his own soil. And we send this to our growers as well. We have tested to see how the, the soil can work. So I mean, that's something from a local point of view we push forward. We have a, a, another guy in the technical department working to the engineering department to work on it, making rosin press and we've completed the model, and this seems to be working very nice. Another local thing that we're trying to push forward. Um, we're also working on one of the something else as well. Um, so we're really trying to do a lot of things from a local point of view to try and push this forward. 
and young people from from from, from communities actually coming into the industry and, and, and pushing it forward with us to help fight the sport. And where can people and communities find out more about Green Rush SA? So fortunately and unfortunately, we're very private with everything that we do. Okay. Um, I think one thing that we learned within this industry, and we have to be honest with everything that we do, that privacy is key to, to, to this industry. And that's one of the risks that counts against us. So when we go to out there and just take any risks and that, but we decided now to do this through the Dr. Couple and through the Hot Dog Show so that we can try and you know bring more focus and awareness on what we are really doing there what people are actually saying out there. Because what people say out there is not exactly what we're doing inside there. And I know that there are a lot of people in this community, in this cannabis community, that have been, you know, gone through a really tough period of times when it comes to people, writing people in the industry. So we basically like to meet the people. We want them to come to our town. Come and visit us. Come and have a in our store. So that we can meet you in person, meet you by hand, invite you to come and get something here, and enjoy that that you want to have in our space together. Just online and stuff like that, we see the wars that go on there. It's so unfortunate and unfair to see these things happening in such a lovely plan. I mean, we humans fighting over something that God has created for us, all we do is just fighting about the greed of man. It's the greed of man, you know. So come to us, come visit us. That is what we ask. And follow us on Facebook though, we have some nice things coming out. We will be going out on Facebook a little bit more now. We're getting a little bit more uh, content in that we've already been doing for the last two years. So we've got a lot of content that we've had, but uh, we've got our local guys just like here, we are nutrients, I mean, there's an interesting type of uh, nutrients that is not out from our side as well. Uh, so there's a lot of up and coming things that we're working on. And we want to try and put this onto Green Rush South Africa, and that's where we wanted to actually push everything forward. So with all the experience we're getting, one day, hopefully, we will get out there. It's just that the work on the floor right now is needed. And I don't think everyone online really needs us because our community needs us more than the people out there. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, That's it. also other people sending us things for review as well. So you guys are more than welcome to send us stuff to you for, for review if you'd like some marketing as well. And uh, yeah, that's my one to add you save everything we have already, man. <laughs> oh, come on. Please, man. We've got something here. Wait, wait. wait. Tell me something. Did mom tell you not to burn money? <laughs> Make it rain. Tell me you can see this one. Oh, wow. It's look. <laughs> the dollar papers. Monopoly. Mom says don't burn your money, right? Monopoly money. I love it. Oh, I love it. I only smoke ones with Trump on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us this evening. Please stay lit and we'll send Oaks your way. Yeah, I think the crew is going to do a road trip soon. Yes. Probably, I know the Filter Green crew definitely wants to do a road trip up like no, early I'm next in. year. So, yeah. Stay lit. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Have a blessed evening. Thank you. That was dope, man. So, just in case the bots didn't hear us and the SEOs didn't hear us, that was Green Rush SA. Link in the bottom, Green Rush SA. <laughs> but they put their money where their mouth is. It sounds like they're trying to keep low, things low-key, but lead by example. They sound passionate. It sounds like exactly what we want people to be out there doing. Being a good example and showing people how to do better and 
teaching them so that they can job creation amongst themselves. But also yeah, but at least they're sticking to the truth, you know? you know. So that's the one thing. And they're creating. These guys are inspiring. They're creating what I like to call awareness. 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 Because people don't necessarily know what a good bud is, a bad bud, yeah. what to look for, you know. Mm. <laughs> you don't want to. Um, lead people down the wrong path and show them buttons and say, oh, this is good, but they are, you know, they mustn't be ignorant. People need to be shown what is good, what is bad. Yeah. Just, just so we know what I it mean, is. it's shocking that Roundup in the, in the samples that they tested. But then you'll never know that, doesn't though. surprise me. Anyway, you'll yeah. also never know that. You, as the person on the street will never, ever, they ever, won't ever, know. ever, and ever, ever know that. Can you imagine the damage that's doing they to people's I've I bet you most smokers stories. in South Africa, most smokers in South Africa that smoke weed, before yep. this this whole in the shift that we've yeah. had, where yeah. we've got all the pests and we can grow and stuff, all kinds we've of shit. all smoked pesticides. Super like green and <laughs> long before long before there was that priest, we were taking in dude. Yeah. And like we said last on the last show with the handy Andy smell that it was dipped, we were all smoking rotten yeah. fungus moldy, moldy bud. Yep. We yep. all did it. Yep. And we all thought yes. and bragging we didn't to even each know. Other. Yeah, because exactly. I could call Sour Kush this and <laughs> When did that happen? I must have been grilled. No, <laughs> everyone has smoked that shit. Yeah, everyone has yeah. a portion of that. Rapus on it, a bad mm -hmm. all that shit. Yeah. We don't even know what we've but smoked. It's been but. in a bale so long the rats got to it. Mm -hmm. Then they only sold it. <laughs> Do you think the rat just actually had in the, in the matchbox? <laughs> and was it better? No, matchbox. I mean, full. It's not like that coffee when they eat the bean and then it makes no. it better. No, maybe some like pay extra. It's not like that. No. Nothing like that. No coffee No, no. I, I know Epstein liked pee on it. Right. <laughs> maybe. Call this my last name. So, guys. Uh, please remember to vote in this week's Zol poll. Are couriers obligated to ship your weed? Hell no. Faux show? It's complicated. Uh, we're going to hit it a little bit with the shit or lit this evening. We're going to be talking about ash catchers. They're basically a bong for your bong. But why would you even want that? Why would you even want that? I think all bong smokers would love a Ash catcher. I thought an ash catcher was a kind of underwear. Ash catcher. <laughs> ash I know catcher. why I want one now that I've heard about them because I've heard about these things existing. Let's put like it on the bomb. Yeah. Put your ass yeah. look good in a catcher. <laughs> I don't know. It's getting a bit old. So but yeah, none of those stoners know about ash catchers though. But those who do know, and those who do, you know, usually have one. I think if you know about it, you obviously looking for it, or you looking at that range of stuff. You know, when you look, when you're able to, um, hold on, just to fan it a bit left, so we don't see that. I'm very grateful for mine. <laughs> that troll foot there. Oh, the troll foot. <laughs> that oh. every toe. Yeah. Just less floor, please. Yes. Again. There Here we go. go. Perfect. Oh. Sorry, guys. Let me get that into shot. Money shot. There we go. It looks dope. So, so what does it? If you know about it, then you will get it. I think any dude that, that goes deep into their, their chosen hobby, they'll mm. buy it. Because, I mean, who doesn't want to stop the shit going into their bottle? Now that okay. I've discovered it's existed, I, I must have one. It's I not mean, even negotiable. Because it's literally what it is. It's an ash catcher. But yeah. I have a question, Dan. Yes. If it's meant to sort of, like, when I smoke a bowl, I pull it all through until it goes boom at the end. Yes. Right? So if the ash catcher is supposed to prevent all that flour and stuff going right through the whole bomb. Yes. So it's less effort to clean. Is it actually less effort to clean? Because now you have to clean the ash catcher too and the bomb. 
but the ash catcher so is smaller to clean and less. Yeah. Like this has got all this intricate bits. So yeah, then you have to clean that less. Depending on what kind of bong you have, first. you know what I mean. If you have a very simple bong, that's just just a stem. It's just so a it's stem not just ornamental. It actually works. It actually so works. Let's see it without the ash catch. Let's see it in normal mode without so this the upgrade. Is it in normal mode. But I just got a plain bong with just a stem, and I use it for just because it keeps my bong. Clean. So what happens is you're gonna smoke that, and all of your ash is gonna go down the stem, down the stem here, and it's gonna go into the bottom of the bong, and, and, it's gonna gonna and it's gonna go into all these little caps, and it's gonna make a fucking mess. I mean, to clean that out, yellow and brown and conky. Mm. Not worth it, really. I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna, you know what's gonna happen. Third time of doing it because you're fine with doing because you're stubborn and you want to get an ash catcher. Yeah. You're gonna be at the basin shaking this fucking bong and you're gonna just tip it on something and it's gonna shatter in front of you. You're gonna yeah. be like, fuck it. Or break one of the yeah. jellyfish a, legs. A bong yeah. like that I wouldn't even use for dab though because it's gonna be a mission to clean at some stage. But even any bong, you know, we're talking about the guts being jellyfish. Whatever you're smoking, it's all gonna end up in the bong though. Whatever I like a bong. big bong but not with so much. In, intricate stuff no, in the middle. No, but that's okay. You know? We're not reviewing the bong. We're just I know. The ash catcher. <laughs> <laughs> All I can right. assure you the weed we're smoking is of really good quality. Smoke it. <laughs> I love it. Smoke it. So you've got to lock it out of this bong, bro. Put it right, right, right there. Right there. Yeah. Put it right there. You put some pips in. Dope. Mm -hmm. Did you put some pips in? <laughs> See, and everything's in the catcher. Yeah, you see the catches catch. fail and the rest is clean. So, if you look there, this is a clean ash catcher. Nothing is in it. Oh, it's dirty. And there ain't shit inside the bong. So you're going to have to do a whole lot of bowls before you have to really clean the bong in the end. Yeah. So the ash catcher, that's small and quick to clean. I mean, you'd have to, you yeah. dunk that thing in a bit of alcohol and just let it lie there. And then you just shake it up. This is a whole lot easier to clean in a Tupperware full of ISO than yeah. this fucking thing. And much less thing. ISO as well. I find yeah. dab bongs are also easier to it's clean like than four liters of ISO versus <laughs> compared to a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but does it make the bong harder to pull now that there's another no. chamber? Right? No. It's it's actually make the smoke that, smoother. Right? <coughs> that depends on how dirty you let it get and what kind of design it has. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like how full of ash are you prepared to get it? Let it get. How lazy are you really? There you go. So what do you look for in an ash catcher then? Because I've even seen ash catchers that are jelly. So you can have quadrillion jellies going. Well, I've seen oaks online where they put like 10 or 15 of these in a row. Yeah. yeah. Ash catcher yeah. on ash catcher on ash catcher on ash catcher. All the way down the like a mad scientist laboratory. Like yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Big old how, how many have you got? That's the only one I got. Damn, we should try and get like... So that's set the actually, world record of ash catcher bong hits. <laughs> we need to build steps to support it because <laughs> it's just gonna go bong We'll bring those stands. Yeah, <laughs> just hold it like three points on. We're gonna we gonna knit it a bra. <laughs> gonna have to. A, a bong with Put more than three up. ash catchers is called a hydroponic dacher lab. Okay, I'm gonna throw as fuck straight out the window. The that's really, yeah. Yeah. I love it. I need it in my life. Yeah, I think it's sexy. Yeah, yeah. that works. Yeah, honestly, it makes you, sense. If you like glass pieces, glass bombs and stuff like I do, and you take care of it, you'll love this thing. And they come in different colors and shapes and da dee da dee da One thing it also is good for is that if you only have, say, one rig, big glass piece, mm. and you want to smoke dabs and you want to smoke flowers, yeah. If you use this whenever you're using your flowers and you have another one also for your dabs, your yes. bong will never be because you can't smoke a flower yeah. bong with dabs. Sis. Because no. you put all that scum that's not a good idea. It doesn't taste good, it just ruins everything. So you yeah. keep a 
I don't, I don't know. You need to try it. No, but I never bring flowers near my dab bomb. Yeah, like that, you can smoke any rig. If you got, if you prefer to smoke rigs I don't know. Bom as bombs, then you can just walk around with your little ash catcher and you pull out and you can just smoke any rig on the table. Mm. Like in a cell phone patch on your head, you've got your ash catcher just... Pretty much. There. <laughs> most, of them, most of them you'll find are pretty big. There aren't any like, kind of small ones. Yeah, well, there are, so for, there are some practicalities to consider. First things first, um, like you're saying, some of them are pretty big. Think about the size of your bong. Don't get an ash catcher that's too big because it'll topple your bong over. Yeah, it's got to have a heavy bong think a big ash catcher. That's it. It's got to have a big base for that big ash. Right? Yeah. So... Um, think about the size, first the size, think about the join size, because not all bongs can take an ash catcher, and when they do, there's 14s and 18s, as well as the angle to think about, because this wouldn't yeah, fit on the Rick and Morty bong, you know. Yeah. It's, it's not a bad idea to actually plan to have two bongs, you know. Multi-bong household. <laughs> a little one and a big one. One for flowers, one for dabs. Well, it's not like having your bong and hiding it like a vase. Yeah. Now you display your bongs with pride. Yeah. Keep your glassware on a shelf and you're like, this is my glassware. Would you use an ash catcher with a dab exclusive rig? No. Why not? Isn't that what like reclaim things are you basically? You use a reclaim catcher. It's different. Is it shaped For a dab bong? Yeah. yeah, it won't have that. It won't have that. to get stuck to. Oh. So there's, there's reclaim collectors that actually have like a, <coughs> a little attachment where you can put say a silicon tub on the bottom of it and it just falls in just a little speed bump and then what happens is your silicon it runs down into the silicon tub that you can take that reclaim and seriously straight into use it yeah drops into silicon tubs yeah. but isn't it like keeping all your roaches for a month yeah, and then rolling one does it taste cut like that Save the thing is there's still medicine inside it or thc but mm. very degraded it's very it's still there smoke it you're gonna get high okay. or you could use it for edibles you can use it for rum Use it for a rub. At the end of the day, it's still usable somehow. Yeah. However you choose to. Oak smoke roaches from years back. So yeah. whatever That's you want to what do with this. We should get some reclaim and get it tested. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Joe, you were giving it a lit F, eh? Yeah, I love it. I'm, I must I need it in my life. Then? Ash catchers? Not necessarily this one, but just ash, ca ash catchers in general? I think it's a good idea, yes. So, lit, lit, lit. Yeah. I think it's lit. Yeah. Lit. I have at least one friend that like immediately comes lit. to mind that I know needs one, like yesterday. They've got oh. a dirty ass bomb, bro. Lit F. Lit F, eh? Yo, friends come around, you need something. I've got one at home. Yeah. 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 If you've got friends coming around, and you're going to smash it. When it's going to be a sesh, bro. I mean, look at that. If you've got money for a PS5, you've got money for an ash catcher. If you only smoke on weekends, then maybe not. No, still. Do you know? Keep your shit clean. It's, yeah, it's, it helps you keep your shit clean. Yeah. It's one of those things that you spend a little on and it gives you a lot back in reward yeah. yes. and experience. You know, it's like you get the nice car, but you just want to do something. So you skip a mag or, you know, you get a nice thing and you just want to do a thing. It's like, it's like the anti smashing grab. Yeah. It's the nicest upgrade you can do that's all about the bong for buck. And it is a bong for your bong, man. Yeah, I wonder if the Heiko stocks them. No. Oh, really? They, they Can you tell us where to get them? They're tough to find in SA. The thing really? with Ash Catchers, why I was being so bull-high, the science guy, yabowing earlier, is because it's really, it's tricky with them. 14 verse 18 verse 90 degree verse 45 degree. Oh, yeah. You know, it's such a 
tough thing to nail online. It's one of those things I'd recommend. Just go to a local China mall or head shop. Take your bong with you. Yeah, go and do some and find, legoing. See if you can find something that'll just. Because yeah, they a, will. A big ash catcher at a, at a, at a uh, funny angle on a small bong is just not going to look right. You know, you've got to get the whole aesthetic right. Bongs yeah. And, and be practical heavy. about it as well. These big, heavy, glass-based bongs are great. It's like proper laboratory. Yeah, they are. So, guys, safer. Laboratory. Laboratory design. <laughs> <laughs> not your mama's Pyrex. Not yet. So, uh, guys... Ash catchers lit, eh? If you've got the kind of rig and you've got the kind of patience, you've got a, got, a, got a couple hundred bucks to spend, go search. You'll find them. They really are worth it, eh? And they do help keep things cleaner. But, you know, don't be a dirty mofo. It doesn't mean if you didn't clean your bong for a month, you can't clean it for two months now. Check out our affiliates. I'm sure some of them will have them in stock. Uh, plenty of them sell uh, glass and accessories. So, yeah. Yeah. Support You'll find support it. Us. Uh, before we get on to growing with my buds, uh, please remember to vote in the Zoll poll. Are couriers obligated to ship your weed? Hell no. Faux show. It's complicated. Uh, hashtag hotbox show on all the socials. Like, share, subscribe. In this week's growing with my buds, do you really need to flush your weed? Flushing cannabis before harvest is hugely debated amongst many growers. So let's go deep on the nitty gritty on one of the latest studies. Dan... When I when I was a lighty, I thought flushing your weed was when the cops came to the door flush. and you'd flush and maybe chow some. But now flushing your weed is something different. Yeah, very different. Eh? I think people, well, it's it's something that through the advancement of growing weed and trying to betterment the betterment of trying to grow and make it better and taste better and burn better and look better, guys are starting to flush their weed. They flush their plants. You don't do it anywhere else. I mean, you don't do it with tomatoes. You don't do it with any other plant. You don't flush them, as far as I know. Nope. So... Would flushing then make a difference? Anybody try? I mean... Try? People say it makes a difference. The, the reason people say flush at me is they say, you know, you want to you wanna starve out the nutrients just before harvest. Basically so that the, the yeah. plant's as lean as possible and... Mm, or as and less like, excess nutrients as possible. Yeah. Right? Because is that a bad thing, and even how is it a bad thing? Well, they well. I mean, I think what the the thing is when you're smoking your cannabis, you can taste that excessive nutrient that would be inside this plant, possibly. When it, when your ash burn, when your plant, when your sorry, when your joint burns, that ash that you get off of it, you can see it's black now. What is being left over from what's in the plant? It's the best way to see what the residue of whatever was in the plant at that time, because that's when it carbonizes and it does things. But, yeah, I mean, there's different things, different scenarios. You've got your different growth mediums that require different types of flushing times, and that's just because people have tested them. It's nothing, I don't think there's actual tests. There might be, I think we've got a... It's just a trial. There was a trial where they did do some tests, and they did show some results where they've got what happens if they flush for a certain amount of days. So there's, and there's also you know, days. it goes from one week to two weeks to three weeks of, should we, you know, of, of them flushing the plants. Because this is what this article we're referring to is Oryx Green Technologies. They did a flushing trial. Mm -hmm. And the summary of it is that uh, they evaluated the effects of different flushing times on chemical profile, flavor, and smoking characteristics in cannabis flower. Mm -hmm. Flushing periods, so they basically stopped giving nutrients and only water. The flushing periods were for 14, 10, 7, 
and zero days. The strain, the cultivar, sorry, uh, was cherry diesel. Uh, the results, though, is that no differences were detected between flush treatments for yield, potency, or terpenes. So they all came out the same, or same enough. And the taste test panelists tended to prefer flour flushed for zero days. So what you would hear as convention flush, the people who actually blind taste tested this preferred the stuff that wasn't flushed. So that could mean like a few things. I mean, if you think about what they're doing to the plant, is they they are starving it, or, or they're not giving it the higher level of nutrients that it would need at the peak ripening of their fruit. Yeah. So essentially, what they're doing is they then it's going to a certain point, and when they should be giving them that amount of nutrients, maybe yeah. to give it then that extra boost, they're not, and then that's why the taste well, from this panel that you can see, maybe it's saying that you know that it does require that extra bit. Yeah, the only thing they really noticed was the difference was in iron and zinc. But other than that, they said as long as they fed them, the plants kept taking it right till the end. So they say the ones that they did feed, they noticed, kept going. But just that was maybe in a growing kind of way, not in a profile change kind of way. Because it's also something that's very late to change the road that it's on. So... Ultimately, I know there is something that personally I have a love for the flush because of the fade. That's what I was makes it, it makes your bud beautiful. Check that fade there. It looks beautiful it's because 14, it makes seven zero. No. Fourteen. Fourteen. Ten. Ten. Zero. Ten. Fourteen. No. Zero. It says the plants near yeah, the bottom. Yeah. Fourteen. Ten. Fourteen. Leaves that were most more yellow. Seven zero. Yeah. Fourteen. Ten. Ten. Zero. You see, I mean, I like number B. That's a nice one. With way. a bit of perp and red. Just like red. halfway and green in the middle. Maybe B and C. But now what we should do is, oh, I mean, I, they've done the test there. They've done yeah. the test where they've done, if you look at the THC levels on in the yes. graph there, what is the difference there? It says there, Nothing. at 14 Nothing. days it was 21.5, and at zero it was 21.62. It was highest at for the zero one flush for a week. Four, I mean, 22.7. The one that was flushed for a week is the highest, half a percent. And if you think about what's happening there, look at that graph, okay, what's happened there right. is two weeks prior to its mature date that it yes. says, right? Yeah. They started flushing. But if you check the one where it's just before the mature, mature date, it's at its highest point. Yeah. Because why? Because it's that's how it's the plant's maturing. Yeah. So it was peak, uh, picking up there. Naturally. Yeah. Because maybe, maybe if you're, if you're real schnorr about it, it's also about optimizing in a sense of when is there, when is there a point of return on carrying on adding newts because maybe it's just not worthwhile when there's just a week Got left top, and you can save rot. a couple bucks flowering weight flowering weight per thing so you see the ones that have been flushed for the longest yeah, actually weigh more weight more yeah. than the ones that weren't flushed so you're telling me in a way that, that that says to me if you're saying that it's removing excess nutrients that essentially are weight there's a weight to it but it shouldn't be there but but now it's actually just it, it's actually there. more juicy yeah, yeah. yeah. but the, the fruit is getting more juice the, the debate has always been weight versus taste. Because I think we've all agreed that if you keep pushing it, they'll There's keep going. The ones, the one but if that you flush it, they taste the better. Yeah, exactly. Taste better. Yeah, yeah. The one that wasn't flushed had the most turps. Which is the against you the... you flush the turps. It's interesting. This is very interesting to see that. but Because yeah. that goes against okay, the stone and grain, man. Check, but it's only these um, yeah, terpenes on the bottom. And that is mostly the cut grass terpenes. And the, like... Um, the green green the planty stuff so <clears throat> i think most guys have also been dubbed or fooled by thinking that 
this plant that they're smoking is hasn't been flushed by because the person that grew it might have been foliar feeding something on it that doesn't agree late to be burnt. Yeah. A late spray that doesn't agree to be burnt, they're like, oh, this thing wasn't flushed properly. The guy's like, the I did flush, I did flush, but you it's didn't tell us what you sprayed on the plant yeah. a week before fucking harvest. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be that. Chicken, they all had more or less the same I nitrogen. remember getting bud from people and they were saying, same no, it hasn't flushed, and I'm like, okay, and it tasted amazing. Really, there was no, like, problem. What's this? This is, like, leftover nutrients in the flower. Okay. So there's the colors for the amount of flush days. And I mean, look at that. The nitrogen is negligibly low. Lower 14, 14 days. days. You're not losing anything. And nitrogen is probably the one that you're going to taste the most. First. Because it's chlor chlorophyll. It's the green. That's where the it goes to, yeah. But yeah, the one flushed the most actually had the most phosphorus marginally. You look at that little graph there. So yeah, I mean, look at, looking at that, it's quite hard to say that you should flush. Check sulfur even. Sure. They make a good argument, don't they? Yeah, because wouldn't the plant essentially, <clears throat> because plants are plants, we not we didn't make these things. Yeah. They know that when they are ending their life, there's no need for them to take in nitrogen. That's why they will naturally fade or they will grow flowers instead of leaves because now they don't need to take nitrogen. Now they're taking in potassium and phosphorus to develop the fruit and develop the end part of it and give it that speed, that, but that also direction. They've, they've also, that? In nature, they would have eaten what was available to them. Yeah. They wouldn't necessarily always be in a situation where you've given everything till the end. Mm. So... It's nice that they're at their hungriest and they would fade naturally in nature, but isn't it nice just to push it bright green till the end? Not, I mean, you don't have to go up with high levels of, say, nitrogen if you're going with, I mean, like hydroponic growth. Okay. Then you can just lower the nitrogen, yes, but still feed them. The and I've, always, I've always believed that flushing should never be done without with like zero. So with, there's with different different ways to do it that yes. have more harsh and more gentle there effects. We go. So some and people, how does it affect your flower in the end? What's the biggest difference you can make with so it? So some people will go with plain water and flush it out completely where there's nothing left. Some people will go with a fifty percent or a thirty percent solution of their nutrients and flush the plant out. And that still allows the plant to say able to take in what it needs to continue growth until the end at its maximum. But it's realizing that it's becoming less, so it's going to, it's in, by, by nature, it's going to push and it's going to become more staunch. It's going to really decide to itself, I'm going to die. Give it the roids, man. Yeah. So uh, there's an interesting thing here. They say that the zero day flush mm. was the clearest with the <coughs> least amount of nucleation. So that was the one that got no flush. Although right. increased flush time resulted in higher extraction yields, so the stuff that got flushed the most yielded more dab or concentrates the fine the finished product was not as desirable for extraction so it sounded like even for dabs though the yield was lower for the zero flush it was more desirable again because well, I, that's just my thought is maybe because the plant's now stressing it's pushing more trichromes it's not able to it's just like screaming to screaming it's, it's like pushing yeah. out it's a too. sudden dietary adjustment that it didn't expect well, it makes know, sense like, that if it yeah. feels like maybe. it's dying it's going to remove its energy from the bits that are not necessary not going to smell so good and maybe, all yeah. of the energy would go into like the let's say in a human into the none brain and the heart into Check the that. basics of staying alive what is this one none of the plants of the respondents said uh, only a very little bit said that the ash burned white. On Mostly 14 gray days. Black. 14, 10, most of them said black. Most of them said gray on the seven days and on the zero days, most people said gray. Yeah. 
So it's really is. It's it seems like there's it's not that totally. much between it. Generally, what they recommend is if you've got like a super soil, for instance, where you only feed the plants water the whole time. That's all you're going to feed it because it's super soil. Yeah. You don't need to flush it because you're essentially only giving it water. What else are you going to give it? There's nothing else. It will only take what it needs. Exactly. If you're going in soil, I also don't believe you should be flushing. But people say that that you can do for like a week or two. You know. Yeah. Flush the soil, but that's just. I don't know. It sounds like whichever way you go, it's no problem. Really. Hydro and cocoa. You're not going to damage the plant by doing it. You're not going to not. Just make sure that if you are going to flush, try and flush with pH corrected water. At least, at least, at least help the plant. Yeah. At least help it because it's really stressing it. If you're just giving it tap water that's a pH 8 or 7.5 or whatever it is, way out of what you would be giving it. Depending yeah. on if you, well, if you're in soil, it doesn't matter because, again, it's going to do its own thing. But yeah, and you can buy pH 8 water at Woolworths. <laughs> <laughs> Give it the best shot. But then your, your plant's going to start sounding like a Garen. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys... It was really interesting to actually see a study into this. There's so many stoner questions that we used to put out there that are now being answered. Yeah. It's good to see that. Yeah. Please remember to vote in this week's Zoll poll. Are couriers obligated to ship your weed? Hell no. Faux show. It's complicated. Hashtag hotbox show on the socials. Uh, please like, share, subscribe. Is anyone obligated Hashtag to do anything? Pff, you know, like, surely you have the right to reject anyone's business? Isn't it's all the, relative, eh? I guess you do. Uh, yeah, you do have the right. Maybe there's couriers even when it's legal. Yeah, but then you must say it and not be shady. Yeah. Not show a four and four error. Don't be on shady. Cannabis policy. Yeah, don't, don't be, be shady. shady. Be a lady. They have a policy that doesn't that doesn't show. So, uh, Joe, you said there were a couple of events for this week's weekly calendar. Yeah. I know. I know what's, the, what's the happening? What's the what's the word on the street? I guess I know the most. The, what's the word on the street? Where we're we going? What we're doing? If you're looking for cannabis events, you must really surf around Chronicle. the, the Chronicle. Instagram world. There's loads of events on Instagram. As well, the Chronicle generally is get into organizing a lot of the, the, the cannabis. And events. cannabis events is a yeah. So we still have 26th of November. That is still coming up. Hey, it's not 26th yet. Um, 26th November is the Let's Get Cushy at Mary Jane's Hacienda. Um, bucks entrance. Ah, uh, then there is the Klitz Gras. Klitz Gras. Hey. That's sticky bud in Afrikaans, oh, right? Is it? Is it? Monthly market, they've got drumming <laughs> Not really. and stuff. Uh, 21st November, 12th December, and then there'll be some dates okay. coming up in January as well. Um, and all of this you can find on Chronicle. There's a karaoke night coming up. Uh, Chronicles a website, Joe. Next one's Joe. on the 16th of December. Yes. Chronicle.co.za or Chronicle420.co.za. They've got a Facebook page. Link will be down there somewhere. And that's what I know of so far. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a bit going on. But it's, it's not hard to find stuff. Yeah, it is getting busy. Yeah, there's more and more events popping up here and there. It's good Most to people see it. are more it's comfortable getting out as well. Yeah, the, the community. Yeah, fucking COVID definitely put the world into. Oh, I just got the ban. Oh. There we're gonna get a strike. Watch. <laughs> no, it's okay. Damn it. Should we all say it together? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. bots. But yeah, guys, lots going on. Um, high five to Joe for starting up the weekly calendar. It's a good idea. I think we're gonna see more and more things going down. And also, please like tag us and shit. It'll help us keep track. Yeah. Yeah, please do. And 
we do need to do this. A big thank you to those who support uh, Fields of Green for all the shows on the views on the show is just us blowing off steam. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of people who put their money where their mouth is, such as Green Rush from earlier. Uh, genuinely, for seeds and consultations and soils and not soils. Uh, and head shop stuff and everything your stoner or professional ash catches <laughs> your heart could desire uh, go check out the affiliates we put the link in the bottom there really are a lot of guys that are worth supporting proudly danker uh. absolutely absolutely and I'm looking forward to us slowly getting to meet them you know yeah every now and then on a high five I think it's really cool yeah, it's good to hear what's going on out there because there's so much, eh? Yeah. So please go check out the affiliates. There's also a lot going on at fieldsofgreen.co.za. Oh, no, .org.za. There's blogs. Uh, there's Know Your Rights. There's Dacher Private Club info. There's really a lot of essential get your shit together, whatever your vibe is. But if, you, if you're motivated about Mary Jane, you can even go do your homework and do a quick, quick survey there for us, eh? And Fields of Green for All will be participating in the Virtual Cannabis Expo this year. Vexpo. Vexpo. That's coming that up soon. Going What's to it be two very weeks? How that's it's twenty sixth to twenty eighth November. Don't quote me. Everybody's going to be blazing, Molly. Well, I mean, it's it's quite cool. We don't have to be standing on our feet all day. I mean, I'm fully yeah. behind this concept. We will miss the Expo bit. Online but look at the last Expo that was in, in Santon. They introduced this whole extra section upstairs where people had meetings and talks all day. That is the best part of the Expo for me because that's where the stuff's going down. Yeah, but you can still so, have virtual chats, I'm sure. Yeah, so with the virtual Expo, the Expo, that is the part that I think that's really going to shine. And that's the important part and the interesting part of the Expo. How does it work? I mean, we're walking around to stores. Where this will be Zoom meetings and people and discussing policy. And, and you'll be able to talk to us. And if you have questions, our stuff will be available to download. Uh, we'll also some business networking. So you go like a website, there'll be a list of stores, yeah. and you can say talk, mm. and you can talk to that person. Mm. And, and like they normally you. have their speakers on stage, yeah. they've got talks lined up for certain times, so we yeah, submit any talks. Yeah. They're also going to play what we should call the high five segment, actually. Mm. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to have a smoking lounge. They have a virtual smoking lounge. Great idea, Expo. Get on that one. We should go catfish oaks in a stoner 420 kind of way, eh? <laughs> well, it's going to be interesting to see how it works. I'm fully behind the concept. I think it's amazing that they're making a plan to make it happen so that we, there's still this whole networking vibe going on and there's still the educational side of all the talks and everything like that. And from what I can see, there's a free entrance to the first amount of people every day, cool. so which is pretty cool. Uh, we'll be sending out a, a link on Fields of Green for All and that if you book your spot using that link, some virtual a lot of people go to expos to get the freebies mm. the swag the swag pins the I'm sure there will be swag somehow like the bag the with the stuff yeah, no they might be goodie bags give up your name we'll see what happens eh? just yeah. don't courier to us guys on that segue uh, this week's Zoll poll is should couriers be obligated to ship your weed the options were hell no faux show and it's complicated. Hell no, 5%. It's complicated, 30%. Faux show, 65%. 65%, that's pretty much They're majority like, vote. Hey, couriers, did weed. you hear that? Ship our weed. Did you hear that? Make some money out of us. They have no money. We're willing to pay you good 
grant. Yeah, stand by us and rate. get the government yeah, to legalize cannabis completely. We want to Put trade. Put Rand extra on the fucking rate if you really want yeah. to, but we're yeah. not going to stay this week anyway. So it's just 2020, yeah. South Africa needs this medicine. Get going. Couriers, can we pay you in weed? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks, it's been great. Please like, share, subscribe. Go check out Fields of Green. There's the survey. There's the Remembering Jewels campaign. There's a lot going down there. It's been fun. We know it's min subscribes and min comments on the new channel. But stick with us. Yeah, come on, please subscribe because the new channel, we have to reach 100 subscribers to be able to give it a new name. So please go and subscribe. Okay. Something. Stay, stay safe and please choose. <laughs>